Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Okay, we missed a little bit of that. Oh, man. Um... But thank God for reminding us that we didn't hit the record button. Okay. Number one, let me go back and read that so I can at least have that on the recording. If you are not married, find a friend who will help you be accountable. Usually the one who will help the most is the one who thinks the least like you. Number one, be a steward. He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. And he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is righteous also in much, and that's Luke 16 and 10. It's always a time. He is faithful over many. Um, it's faithful, right? I'm going to mess it up right now. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I was going to give you the other version the way that we hear it, uh, but it's at the end of the day, and I'm not going to mess it up. Um, number two, give at least a tithe. Honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce, and that's Proverbs 3 and 9. Number three, develop a budget. Hopefully we've done that. Prophetess Stacy has encouraged us to uh, develop a budget. I want to show you. I'm in my office. show you real quick. There's a, you see that chalkboard? I turn the camera a little bit. But that's like our household budget, like right there. So we can change it, you know, work on it. But that's everything coming in and going out, always on the board, always in front of us in our office. Here's the scripture. Develop a budget. Know well the condition of your flocks and pay attention to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. And we heard this earlier in the Bible study, right? i got to highlight that again because this is, like, I think, one of my favorite um, scriptures in this study. Know well the condition of your flocks and pay attention to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. So it's like pay attention to your flock, all the stuff that you have going in, all of your um, income, your resources, everything that you have coming in. Because flocks produce, you know, back in biblical times, flocks produce, um, if you were farming, you farm animals, that's how you got payment, right? And pay attention to all your herds because riches are not forever. And I keep talking about how this year, I want to say was it, what month was it, maybe December or November, the Lord spoke to me the word ebb and flow. And um, it really is significant in my life because the Lord was just basically telling me that there would be ebbs and flows in everything in my life. And shortly after, I I was told that I was going on a furlough in January. And so I have not gone back yet. My furlough ends uh, the Monday after Easter. And so that's a, you know, ebb and flow, ebb and flow. Sometimes it's really, really flowing, and you just have up and downs and ups and downs. And so we have to be able to be flexible in those times so that we look at our finances. Sometimes we have to pull back. And uh, how we say it, I'm not a Starbucks drinker anyway, 
But even right now, like not drinking so much of the Wawa coffee because we're in the season where um, riches are not forever. We have it, but we need to be very mindful of where we're spending our increase. Pay off consumer debt. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower becomes the lender's sleeve. And that's Proverbs 22 and 7. If you, if you ladies notice, and you may want to highlight this, this is some of the things that we're going to be giving out as a gift when um, we're picking up that tonight and then we'll get it out to you. Um, highlighter is that most of these scriptures come from Proverbs because this is the wisdom book, right? The wisdom book. So the rich rules over the poor and the borrower becomes the lender's sleep. And we don't want to become a sleep. Okay, page 138. Become debt free. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. And it's Proverbs 10:22. I believe that's one of the scriptures that many of us hold on to. You know how, like, you're... You have, your, you have your scriptures that you quote in every situation, your financial scripture, your healing scripture, your um, he makes a way out of no way scripture. Uh, he never uh, sees the righteous forsaken or see begging for bread. Mm-hmm. That's one of my aunt's favorite scriptures. So we all have our scriptures, and I believe that this is one of them. Here's another one, number six, train your children. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. It's Proverbs 1 and 8. We need to, like, make sure that our kids know that one, too. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. Because I'm always around here going on and on. Do this. Do that. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. And I even have adult children. But when we get to this age and our kids are adult, we become consultants, not so much parents. But we're still giving them wisdom and uh, advice. And then number seven is teach others. what we're doing here on the Bible study. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And that's Second Timothy 2 and 2. I want to read that again. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Second Timothy 2 and 2. Can I digress for a second? Hey, Claudia. Um, when I just read it, I thought about the Apostle, Apostle Paul and how the Apostle Paul is teaching, always teaching in the New Testament. And the other day, just so I can digress for a second, um, I'm not getting paid to do it, but there's this movie that's coming out, the Apostle Paul. And I, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but it's very soon. And I looked at it, and I'm like, I want to make sure that I watch this movie because the Apostle Paul just teaches just so many great things in the Bible. Um, and so we want to make sure. Sometimes movies come out, hey, honey, and nobody endorses them like the, I can only imagine. Um, there's really good movies out there, biblical movies that come out, and nobody endorses them. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. Okay, so here we are. The next step is a series of the Family Financial Workbook by Moody Press. Any good Christian bookstore will have the copies. Oh, okay, so you saw it too? Good, yes. I just saw it the other day and I was like, I got to see this movie and nobody's talking about it. Okay, so the next part is really some things that we're going to do with our family. I'm going to kind of go over some things 
Um, but these are all answers, questions and answers that we are going to fill in or should fill in or need to fill in with our family. I have some areas highlighted. I'm going to read the questions, but I don't want us to read the answers because I feel like these are um, things that you should keep between you and your family. Amen? So 138, supplemental information for study. Practical uh, application. Information, here it is again, information without application is frustration. Did you get that? Information without application is frustration. In this section, you got to apply it or you'll get frustrated. And I, I thought about that because this year I've, I've gone through many times of frustration. And we actually talked about it on the prayer call on Simply Pray on Saturday. Frustration and irritation and how God uses that to birth things out of us. Um, in this section, you will find ideas to help you apply God's principles of finance. Each area should be prayerfully and carefully considered and then applied. This section may be better used by filling out the plans as a family unit and then discussing the application in a group session. So we are here in this group online, and this is really meant to go over with your family. But I'm going to pull out some things that I thought really, really apply to us. Personal communication goals, and that's what I put in here. I thought these were all really good communication questions. Communication is vital to family financial planning, and I think that's where we lack. Um, as a family, I don't know if we grew up because we're so divided, single moms and dads not there, but do moms and dads really sit there and say, this is our financial plan for the year? I can tell you I did see this this year. Uh, we did vision boards at our church. Uh, when was that, January, maybe the end of January, and one of our elders, actually elders, it's a husband and wife, both of them are elders, they had their children there, they did their vision boards, and they had their vision board like down to a T of everybody in the family's goals, and he, and um, the elder Ron is his name, elder Ron knew it, and he got up and he articulated everybody's goals, and I just thought that that was good, not good, great, because um, they know what they need financially, but to know your goals for your children, college goals and um, two kids, I don't want to tell all of their stuff, but it just, it you know, it stuck with me. Uh, they have twins, and so the twins have a YouTube page, and he knew what goals they wanted to do to grow their, I mean, come on, that's a different conversation, to grow their YouTube page. So it was just really dynamic, and I, I can tell by their conversation and the way that they presented uh, at the end, they really have taken some time to sit down as a family and work on their goals. Okay, so I'm just going to read through some of these, and the ones that, that stick out, I'm going to go over them. Uh, each should answer them on a separate sheet of paper as if the other spouse were uh, asking each question. Then, without distractions, evaluate these together. Pray about them before you discuss your answers and open your hearts to each other and to the Holy Spirit. So you got that. And this is time to do this, right? This is time to do this um, separately. We have it in the book. And if you didn't get it in the book, please put it in the comments so that we can take pictures of it. Well, I can't take pictures of mine because mine is a mess because um, I wrote all over it. Um, but we can type them out if we need to. So number one, what are your personal goals for your life? And these are just things to think about, even if you did them already, 
while we're here, and if you didn't do them, it's just one of those areas where the Holy Spirit, the helper, advocate, just makes you think about what are some goals for your life. And so I'm just going to read them um, here today just to be a voice, just to hear it. So even when you hear it, it starts to stir up inside of you um, the things that God has been speaking to you about so that you can move forward in those things. And and if you're even if you don't have a family, that you would take some paper and uh, I have notebooks galore. Oh, let me show you. This is one of the things, too, that we will be giving out. These are beautiful journals. We'll be giving this in, um, in our gift pack. But these are one of our journals. You see the little thing there. And wait, financial goals? Well, this is, well, here's, it's financial goals. Well, this is just, what are your personal goals for your life, Claudia? That's the number one question. And so I guess you have to know your life goals to create your financial goals. Amen? Because whatever your life goal is, then you got to attach it to a financial goal because that's what's going to drive it. Right? Um, number two, what are your personal goals for the coming year? And I just tell you guys what I um, put up for this just a little bit. I just said, I've used this word ironclad. It's the word that the Lord has been speaking to me, ironclad, that, that I would have these goals down sharp. Um, I have some debt that I have that I want to pay, some hospital bills. Um, and then I have IPAs that I continue to do, income-producing activities that I don't just waste and loaf, that I want to do IPAs and make sure that everything that I'm doing is going to produce some income and that I want to generate wealth. And these are just some personal goals for the year. It's way more than this, but this is for this activity. This is what I put down. And then affirmations. I wish I would have, I was going to do this video in my room, which I usually do, but I'm downstairs in my office. But I wanted to show you guys this board that I have in my room. It's been there since 2012, and it says, um, I am beautiful like Sarah in the Bible. I lose weight easily. I am creating products. Um, I, I create wealth and I prosper. And these are all the affirmations when I get dressed in the morning that I see this board every day. It sits above my nightstand. So when you get dressed, you have no, no, you can't get around it. You just look up at the board, get dressed. And you say the and you see the affirmations, so they're continually in your face. And so on in this section here, I have affirmations because I want to speak the great things that I'm supposed to speak over my life. And I've seen it because one of the things, um, if I can share this with you guys as a testimony, one of the things that I have on there is that I have a mortgage-free home. And this year, um, we were able to qualify, so we did not have to pay mortgage this entire year. When I And then I was in the midst of one of those ebbs and flows that I talked about earlier. And so that ebb and flow came in, and the next thing you know, I got an email, and it was like, um, you don't have to pay mortgage until this summer coming up. So it has been a blessing in the midst of everything that's going on, you know, writing the book and uh, furloughs, all the stuff that goes on. God is so faithful that he takes care of everything ahead of time. All right, number three. How can I help you achieve your goals? And then I just put remind me and ask me. You know, as a friend, even as a spouse, right, I think both areas, remind me and ask me, remind me and ask me. You know, don't 
um, you know, bog me down. But it's like, remember you said you were supposed to do that? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he said you talked about the power of affirmations in my in my book. Amen. Um, not bothering me down, but just remind me. Like, Claudia, are you doing that? You know, um, I think Marisol, you're on the phone. Marisol, did you do that? When you tell somebody something, um, and you share that you have this goal and you really want to do a thing, I think when you tell a person, this is me. You're telling them because in my mind, I'm like, I want you to pray about this with me. And then I want you to, you know, help me to make sure that I keep on moving with this thing. Uh, over on the side, it says, a result of putting Christ first in marriage is not only staying together, but growing together. So just remember that. Number four, what can I do to help you to help or improve our financial situation? And I just said, consider as be content, but don't be content. And if that makes sense. Because we talked about it um, in, the, in some chapters back about being content. But it says, what can I do to help or improve our financial situation? And so I said to be content because that's what the word says. But I guess not to be so comfortable, being comfortable and content. That um, I th- And then when I think about it, like there was a bill that I called about today. Because I asked the lady and I said, something's going on with this bill. Like we were at this amount and then all of a sudden it changed. And then. When I mean don't be content, it's like something is going on with this and it's changing our financial flow of what we're doing, what is going on. And so I mean don't be content and just let it keep on going passive. You know, get on the phone and find out and then find out what you can do about it. Number five, do you think there's a proper balance between my outside activities and the time I spend at home? Good question, right? So I'm going to skip down to number eight. What time are we at? Because we want to go to 9 o'clock today. Oh, and we're going to not do that. We're going to go over. Okay, number eight. Do you think I should change anything about the way I dress or my appearance, my manners or attitude? Is that a question? (laughs) I had to just highlight that because I'm like, that's a deep question to ask. And I'll and I praise God for Larry Burkett to ask these types of questions because this is real. Like, um, these are things that you want to ask your significant other or your really, really good friend, you know, and be okay with the answer. Do you think it's something I should change about the way I dress, my appearance, manners, or attitude? <laughs> Did you do one of those yes over your face? One thing I think about about this question is their attitude. and and. Um, I was on a training the other day, and one of the ladies talked about how she critiques your your um, your personal page, how she tells you, you know, you don't have this picture, you should have this picture, you should, you know, move this banner, how you should say this, how you shouldn't say this. And so that, I'm listening to her, and, like, she gives that advice. And I'm like, you know, that's really good that she gives that advice, but would everybody be able to take it? And, and the thing is, when you ask these kind of questions, you have to be able to take that constructive criticism and be able to roll with it. All right, so here's some marriage goal questions that I want to talk about, and then we're going to move on. So I'm just going to roll through these. Number one, do you believe our marriage is maturing and that we are becoming closer? Number two, do you believe we communicate clearly with each other? Do you feel that I am sensitive to your personal needs? These are all great questions, and it's more so 
focusing on communication. As a couple begins to establish family goals, it is necessary to understand the roles each member satisfies in God's plan. Number four, what would you like me to say or do the next time you seem to be angry with me or are not speaking to me? That's a really great question. Because sometimes you feel like the person, you feel like you're not doing anything at all. You're not even saying anything, you know? All right, these are the ones that I highlighted because I, I really thought that these questions can help not just in marriage, but really when we're close friends and to help your friend along as far as uh, accountability. This is number five on page 142. The next time you are late and getting ready to go someplace, what would you like me to say or do? This is totally important because we can miss the mark so many times as being late for engagement or our jobs, and so you need somebody to help you along. And just, you know, are you able to ask that question, honey, you know, next time I'm running late, can you help me or can you help me, you know, can you help me grab my lunch or can you help me do this? Just help me along the way. Because I know for me when I'm usually late, I have recognized this is what I do. When I do not want to be somewhere, I usually sometimes clean before I go to leave and I come up with this other thing because I really don't want to go. And sometimes sometimes when you're late, it's because you just really don't want to be at that place. And so that's something that you have to identify with your pattern and find out why you're doing it. Why are you late? Because then it helps you even with your purpose in life because if it's a job and um, it's grueling and it's taxing and you're not doing your purpose and you're just going there to get an income. I'm sure we, we have to. It's a resource. But you have to figure that out because um, one of the things after a while you're just being a hindrance, you know, to the company and you're hindering yourself. So I thought that was good. Number six, what would you like me to do or say the next time you seem to be getting impatient with something or someone? And we all can experience that. These are really good questions. I highlighted them because I want to go back and just really think about these for my friends and my husband. Number seven, what would you like me to do or say? Let me me do this again. What would you like me to say or do if you begin to criticize someone? That's good. And number eight, do you think I need to improve in getting ready on time or getting to meetings on time? These are all crucial because you know, like we're in relationships and you want to be successful. And so you need to make sure that you put things in place so people can help you be successful. Do you think I need to improve in getting ready on time or getting the meetings on time? Yes. Tell me what you think I need to do better. Do I need to cut this? Do I need to stop watching TV? Do I need to get up early? Do I need to, you know, make my coffee ahead of time? Do I need to make my lunch? What are things that I can do to be better? Number nine, we're just going to flow through these. Should we go out together more often? Number 10, do I ever make cutting remarks about you or criticize you in front of other people? These are all things that can hinder the marriage. In the um, bracket next to that, it says, at least 60 to 70% of the problems in a Christian home revolve around finances. So we have to remember that. Number 11, what should I do in public to encourage you in private? Do I respond? Number 12, to your suggestions and ideas if I had already thought of them instead of thanking you and encouraging you to contribute more? And do I tell you enough about what I do every day? I put communication is the looming 
factor in all of conversations and that we need to make sure that we communicate and communicate effectively and be able to take the criticism and be in a place where it's warm and comfortable and that we can talk and that, you know, when things get out of control that, um, you know, we're able to talk about it and maybe we might have to table it and come back to it, but that we don't let the sun, what is it, the um, the sun go down on our wrath. And uh, the scripture that we talked about last week, be, um, be angry and sin not. So there's uh, a couple more questions. What do I do that shows that I love you? What do I do most often that angers you or disappoints you? Do I convey my admiration and respect often enough? And there's a couple more questions, and these all deal in narratives. There's family responsibilities, right? We go over to page 146. I highlighted number three. Fulfill my responsibilities. A, a wife, what can I do to help you fulfill your responsibilities as a spiritual leader of our family? As a wife, what can I do to help the husband fulfill his spiritual responsibility? And the same for the husband. What can I do to better help you with the responsibilities as a spiritual leader of our family? I went over to six because I thought this was important. Do you feel we have a consistent prayer life together? That is important. Number five, what kinds of family devotion should we have? And then number seven, what are the responsibilities stated for the husband or wife in the following passages? And then you can go down to scriptures first, Peter 3, 1 through 2, and so on and so forth, and fill in all of those areas. There's a lot of questions. Number eight, do you think we are adequately involved in our uh, local church? These are all questions that, like, Actually, these, these are after, but these are really good questions to even consider to put in front of you that I did not have um, before you even get married. This should be some of the things that we look at in Christian counseling. Do we make good use of our time? Do we watch too much TV? Should we have more hobbies? Should we read more? So on and so forth. And then page 149, it goes into family discipline. Page 150, family financial goals. Do you think I handle money properly? How could I better manage our money? So you see it goes into some things about myself. It goes into some things about the marriage. And then it goes into some things about our finances. Do you think I am any of the following? Too frugal, too extravagant, about right, why? These are some things that you can – this is really, like, good uh, premarital conversations to have because once you – talk about these things, you probably either say that we talked about this before we got married and I'm still seeing some of the same things, or maybe a decision breaker where you're like, okay, these are some things and you just don't want to change them. All right, so we're going to go over to page 152, and we are almost done. I am going to read you the life proof testimony this last time, and then we will... Um, give you some resources, and announce our winner. Life proof testimonies. This couple states the challenge they have accepted to be God's steward and succinctly explains how they went about doing so. They see stewardship as the cornerstone principle of the Christian walk. We are writing to encourage you and give testimony of how the ministry of CFC has changed our lives and outlook. We were married in 1983 and saved by God's grace and mercy the next year. We both had student loans, credit card debt, 
and auto loans to repay. It was quite overwhelming. We thought our troubles would be over when my wife got a job. It relieved a great deal of financial pressure. However, we had no concept of stewardship and no discipline to overcome the bad habits we had developed. In 1986, we purchased a home with a mortgage, bought a new car with a loan, and co-signed for a car for a family member. Mm. In 1987, our child was stillborn and my wife stopped working. The financial pressure began to build again, and that was when she began to hear you on the radio. You imparted the wisdom and hope we so desperately needed. We developed a spending plan, and we stuck to it. We completed your financial stewardship, counselors' training materials, and trained a team of people in our church to counsel others. Amen. Nine years and three kids later, we are completely debt-free. We have an emergency fund equal to six months of our income. We begin and regularly add to three college funds and give a substantial amount to God's work. We did it all on one income. Jeez, goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm amazed by that. During the course of our odyssey, we began. We became persuaded that stewardship is the cornerstone principle of the Christian walk. We must properly view our bodies, our children, our time, and our all of our possessions through the glasses of stewardship. We firmly believe that when a Christian grasps and applies the concept of stewardship, everything in life becomes more God-focused. It becomes imperative that one complies with the wishes and commands of the owner, and it is unthinkable for one to ignore or avoid contact with the owner. The verse that is our rallying cry is, do not be conformed to this world. But be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12 and 2. That is, stop thinking like the world, and you will stop acting like this, like the world. Stop acting like the world, and you will glorify God. Amen. We pray that God will continue to use you to transform the minds of his people and to conform them to the image of Christ. And that is our last living proof testimony of How to Manage Money by Larry Burkett. We hope that you enjoy it. Let me give you guys some resources over on page 155. There is a, in the appendix, you will find help in the following resources, and hopefully you take advantage of some of these, of course, through Amazon. And on their website, uh, I believe it's the CFC, www.crown.org, and then there's information on the very last page. But they break down all areas about attitudes, about borrowing debt, budgeting, buying and selling games, giving husbands and wives responsibilities, inheritance and wills, investment and savings. This is power pack. Um, we mentioned it before. Lending, money and youth, retirement, single finances, vocational decisions, and lastly, other books by Larry Burkett. So there is an appendix, and most of these books kind of um, mirror in other areas, like uh, over and over again, you'll see the bill organizer, money matters, how much money is enough. Um, that's just some of them. How much money is enough is in budgeting. How much money is enough is in buying and selling. So a lot of these you will see um, repeat itself, how much money is enough in husbands and wives. Um, but there are some other books that will help you in just those areas. But I believe if you pull out those key ones, you really 
will be able to change your mindset. And I hope that I hope and pray that you guys continue to go forward and uh, grab hold of these resources and that it will bless you. So I want to thank you. Let's pick our winner. I want to thank you for joining us for How to Man. This was not a big Bible study. It was 12 sessions. We did the best that we could do to convince this down in the time frame um, and make it happen. We thank Prophet Stacey. She's not here today, but we thank her so much. Where is she? Are you on the line, Stace? And Marisol. Marisol, please, I hope I spell your name right for this. I'm doing our giveaway. Anyone else on the line with us today? Because I'm I'm making sure, I was really thinking about this um, when I've seen you on this Bible study a couple of times. Um, at, at least more than one time. Sometimes you just pop in, but I want to make sure that I don't miss anyone. So is anyone else on the conference line that I do not know that has been here a couple of times? I know Carmen, Marisol, Apostle uh, Deidre, and Claudia. That's who I have on this contest. Is anyone else on the line? Okay. All right. So let me tell you what's going to happen. We are going to, um, I'm doing my world leg, and I, you'll see it on the video too. My world leg is like this app that we use to pick a contest. But we put up the picture before we started. It's like a bag, and it's a simply study um, gift bag. It comes with journals, it comes with to do lists, water bottles, it comes with pens. It comes with highlighters. It comes with stickies. I love um, pens and stickies. It comes with notebooks and all those things that hopefully you will be able to use those moving forward in any study that you have um, or our next study because we'll be back here April 21st to do um, a new study. We haven't announced it yet because I'm really in prayer about what we want to do for the next study. So I don't have it yet, but I will announce it. But um, we'll make sure that Prophet Stacy knows about it and that you all see it if you're in the group Simply Study. But I want to make sure that we have everybody in this contest. Give me one second. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. We'll send out a little survey to help us as we move forward in the things of God. Amen. This was our first time that we branched out and asked someone else to help us teach, too, because we usually just do them, and there's so much more that we want to do. All right, so here's our, if you can see it, this is the four that we have, uh, Marisol, Claudia, Carmen, and Apostle Deidre. And this is our app. So I am going to, I don't want to do it in the light, but I'm going to hit it. And let's uh, pray that some great person wins that gift bag because it's power packed with some good stuff. So here we go. We need some drum music. Woo-hoo! 
and the winner is Claudia. All right, Claudia, I don't think she's on. I think she popped off, but Claudia is the winner. So we'll put this up in the group. And we want to say thank you all for joining us. And we will be back April 21st for our next study. That will be our fourth study. It's April 21st, and then one more will come back in September. And then that's when we move to the next year. So it's usually about uh, three studies for the year. So we thank you so much. Please leave comments if you can or email us at info at com. Um, leave us comments in the group and let us know um, what's going on and that we would keep on praying for you and your finances. So let us do this. Let us close out in prayer. And, um, We will say good night to you all. Are you leaving? All right, be careful. Okay. Forgive me. God, we just want to thank you. Thank you so, so much, God, for just a, another opportunity. For every person that's been on this uh, study for the weeks that we've endured, Lord God, and just um Stacey has this passion for finances and for the kingdom of God to just go forth and to learn and, and um, pursue and just to really, really be serious about our wealth. And so, God, hopefully we have, she's taught us about putting away our piggy banks and our $5 challenges, and hopefully that you've all put some money to the side and that we've gleaned so much out of the word of God because there's so much scriptures that have empowered us to go forward and all things. God, we just ask you to bless our finances. God, bless them coming in and bless them coming out. We love the scripture that says, press down, shaking together, running over in our bosom. Lord God, so we just want to just thank you for this final. Thank you for our stewardship that is going to change because you've spoken to us out of the book of Proverbs, so many scriptures and, and the other scriptures that you've given us. And so we are going to go forward after this Bible study and just apply, apply and apply and uh, go forward in the things of you, Lord God, trusting you like never before, believing you like never before, and knowing that there will be some obstacles, there will be some warfare, but you've given us everything that we need. We thank you for this book, Lord God. We pray for the ministry of Lord God. Um, all that is going forward, Lord God, that they would continue to bless the people as well, that we would do great with our finances, that we would have discussions with our family and our husbands, Lord God, and that you would be in the midst of everything, God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit getting involved, being our helper, being our advocate in all things you. And so we so bless you for this time of study. We bless you for increase. We bless you, Lord God, for just finances coming in like never before. We handled this in the first quarter of 2018. That says that we are getting ourselves together and prepared for what you have for us, that we ask you for such a financial shift like never before in our finances, God, and we would so look forward to things increasing in our lives. And so we thank you for change. We thank you for opportunity, and we just bless you for all things. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank you so much, ladies. Amen. Thank you so much. Is that Marisol? Yes, it is. Thank you so much. It was wonderful meeting you. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'll make sure that I let Stacey know what the next study is. 
And uh, we'll put that up, and hopefully you guys will join us for the next study. And we look forward to um, being with you. April 21st is the next study, so we'll let you know what it is. Be blessed. You always can stay connected. The group is Simply Study on Facebook. You can join the group and uh, pop in. You can always email us again at info at isimplylover.com if you have any questions. So be blessed. Have an awesome night. Sleep tight and take care. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.